everybody to Adventures of the Soul Transmissions. I'm Zoe Mangenberg, and today I have my beloved Michael McCall with me. It's my name, don't worry about it. I'm going to be talking about the four clairs, so clairaudience, clairvoyance, clairsentience, and claircognizance. And I personally am clairvoyant and audience, and Michael is clairsentient, as well as I believe he's claircognizant as well. Mm-hmm. So we're both going to be sharing our experience with how we operate with those clairs. Of course, we all have all four, but more specifically, we have two that are more prominent. And we're going to be talking about the practices that we do, what helps us how it feels, and all the goods. So, I'll start with Michael, and we'll talk about clairsentience. Clairsentience, which is physical feeling? It's physical feeling, yeah. yeah. Michael's very clairsentient. <laughs> I feel everything very, very deeply. Yeah. I'm just going to get this question off. Um, hmm. Well, right now I'm tuning into my body. It's just how I function. Um, I think I learned this ability from a young age, like I was very feely, Mm -hmm. like I just loved cuddling, I touched everything. Mm -hmm. Like for me to take in information, I'd touch it. Um, Like I'd go through grocery stores just touching food, my mom's like, stop touching food. Right. And like... (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I've just been very, I feel a lot throughout my um, entire life. And I'd feel people, like, in, in my experience, I can actually, like, close my eyes and tap into someone's body and, like, feel into their entire body. Um, so, for me, that's um, great for body work. Um, <laughs> really great for body work. Yeah. Yeah. And it might also have something to do with, like, multiple things, like an Aries and a Taurus, and Taurus is very earthy. Mm-hmm. Um, very grounded. Yeah, and Aries is very childlike, which I'm pretty good at that. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, specifically, my experience though, um, basically, I can feel into the future. Like, it's like I don't, like, well, what's claircognizance again? Claircognizance is just like a sharp, like, knowing. So it just like comes into your brain. You don't hear it. You don't see it. You don't feel it. It's just this like deep inner knowing of like this. Mm-hmm. And you have a lot of that. You also have the feely part with it, which yeah. is clear sentience. But you have this like very, my mom has it too. This very direct like this is going to happen. This is yeah. what's going on. That's clear cognizance. Yeah, I know that. It's very like instinctual one mm-hmm. or intuitive like experience of just knowing into the future, but I don't think into the future. It's like I feel into the future. It's Mm -hmm. like I know what's going to come into my life and what I'm blessed with in my future, um, in this life currently. And yeah, I think I've known this from a young age too, because when I was 13, I'm like, I have to go live in nature. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, this is all just a hoax. Mm -hmm. This is an illusion. I can't live this way anymore. And that was at 13, and I was like, told my dad, and my dad was like so confused. He's like, What are you talking about? Just go to work. 
I'm like, it's ridiculous. It's an illusion. And then so eventually over the years, I just like started moving in that direction more and more. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful. And I wanted to share like an example of the difference uh, between like clairsentience and others. There's actually one example of me and Michael both together where we encountered a spirit. And I won't go over the whole story, but essentially Michael felt the spirit and the presence and kind of like this awe feeling, right? Yeah. And then I saw, like literally saw the spirit. Um, so like that's the difference is just like a deep feeling in your body or a feeling around you, right? Mm. In your org field as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I usually can like feel out of my body. But in my body, it's like I feel I feel the entire energy body. Mm-hmm. And that's probably from like years of cleansing and mm-hmm. Vipassana specifically, because you literally just observe your body. Yeah. And then you and then there's metta bhavana, which is um, loving kindness meditation, which is where you extend the aura outside of the body and send love mm-hmm. through like basically the the atoms of your body. Yeah. I think maybe also you, because like what you said as a child makes so much sense, and then maybe you were drawn to practices like Vipassana, observing the body and sensation, or like the other things you mentioned is like very body-based. And like I said, we all have the ability to tap into each one, but for you, it comes like so naturally. And even me trying to learn, because right now me and Michael are sharing Um, conscious connected breathing in ceremonies and also doing pressure points and body work and for me to learn that is so much more like it takes so much longer for me to like tap into somebody's body and like figure out where it's needed whereas Michael can literally like go up to somebody put their hands on them and like know exactly what needs to be touched what needs to be massaged where the energy needs to go it's like yeah yeah it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> it's fun doing energy work on people. Yeah. <laughs> and then do you feel a connection to Claire Cognizance or any of the other Claire's? Yeah, Claire Cognizance for sure. It's like actually related to my spleen. Like the spleen is the um, like instinctual aspect of life. Mm-hmm. And like... I don't know, I just, I relate it to that, where there's just this knowing of where to go, when to go, how to do it, when to do it, everything is just all in order, and then that's, I just do it. Yeah. I think also claircognizance is very mental, Mm -hmm. so, like, it's a lot of, like, information and knowledge, and, like, like, for, Mm -hmm. I feel like for you, you channel a lot of, like, ancient knowledge and you're very called to that and like words he's also Gemini Moon so words are very important in the definition of words and how you use them which is also very connected to claircognizance mm-hmm. yeah yeah I could see the mental realms I find all these things come into play when you clear the like say for example you clear the third eye then you can have a deeper knowing of like what was yours again? Claire. clairvoyant clairvoyant um, and then there's like, say I clear my energy body and I cleanse my work field fully and, and my physical body as well because they're very tied. Um, then I can come into contact with a deeper 
relationship to that ability. Um, and with claircognizance, it's like if you clear the mind completely, if you silent, if you come to like stillness within the mind naturally, mm. things will come in. Mm. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah, that makes so much fucking sense. It's the same with all of nature. All of nature is <laughs> that exact experience. If you clear yeah. it, things will come in. If you get rid of the old, new growth will... It's like looking in a forest, like say there's just all this junk. There's like waste, there's all this stuff. Like eventually when it clears, there'll be new growth. It's the, right. it's the entire process of nature. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. I'm just thinking for people that are more clairvoyant and audience, like me, I have so much going on in my brain all the time. And like, I know practices to quiet the mind, but even when I quiet the mind for a little bit, it's like the visuals come in and the audience, like, you know, people speaking to me or being speaking to me or my higher self speaking to me. Whereas like claircognizance is like, like clear mind. And then just like the knowing yeah. like comes in or the feeling from clairsentience comes in. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And clair clairvoyance was what does that mean to you? What is that exactly? So clairvoyance is you can whether it's with your eyes closed or your eyes open, I don't think I have the eyes open gift where actually that's not true. I've literally seen things with my own eyes. But like you can usually see people's auras, you can see spirits, um, while looking around. <laughs> and then also when you close your eyes, you're able to visualize colors, art, visual art, visuals are very attractive to you. So things that are more body-based are very attractive to you. Whereas to me, it's more like art, visuals, creation, um, going places in my mind, visualizing things. That's it's very beautiful. visual. Very visual. Vision oriented. Yeah. Very third eye. Based. Yeah. And then Claire Audience is like just hearing, hearing spirits, hearing beings, yeah, hearing messages, very connected to like music. Um, that, I feel like that's also why I'm so obsessed with singing and people's voices. It's because I'm very Claire Audience. Yeah. Very cool. Mm -hmm. So with, with Claire Boyance then. Like, I'm assuming that there has been a clearing within the third eye, just like the body or the uh, clear uh, cognizance. Mm -hmm. um, like, what was what has helped you connect to that more? Mm. That's a good question. I think for the clairvoyance, that's always been just there. Like, when I was a kid, I could visualize things really easily my imagination was so powerful that I could literally like see witches shoes in my closet if I wanted to <laughs> um I could like one time I woke up and I literally could see grapes falling from the roof I'm pretty sure I've seen fairies because I have this memory in my mind of being in a forest with a bunch of fairies around me <laughs> Um, so that's just always been there and it's of course more prominent when you're a kid and then when I got to high school and the third eye and the abilities gets obviously conditioned it turned more into art and 
channeling my clairvoyance through art. Um, and then as I got back into spirituality, it, hmm, it's really just tuning into your creativity and your imagination. I think that's what it is. I think clairvoyance is like people that are clairvoyant have such a connection to imagination and playfulness and creativity that it's like they can play in those realms so easily. They can visualize things, they can do meditations, they can fly all over the place because they're open and because they believe. It's kind of like Tinkerbell, like you gotta believe it's real for it to be real. Yeah that kind of thing. So what's connected me deeper with clairvoyance is meditation, breath work, um, visualization, imagination, <laughs> and actually guided visualization meditations. Um, but for me, I've always just been able to visualize. Like that's what helps me connect to spirit, connect to my guides, channel, meditate clear my field whatever you want to call it i've always had to visualize it otherwise it just doesn't work for me mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah very cool yeah it's, <laughs> it's a very cool topic to go over mm-hmm. um yeah i never really talk about these things it's uh something that i don't think of much probably because i'm clear cognizance and i don't think much <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest, I actually don't know that much about claircognizance other than it's like uh kind of like psychic knowing. Um my mom had it a lot where she just like knew things, like she knew this person's pregnant or we need to go here or like this is going to happen or like we can't do this cuz this is going to happen. She just like knew and then it would happen. That's all I really know about it, though. <laughs> yeah. So for you, with clairsentience, what you've already mentioned, like Vipassana, I forget the other things, but what practices have like really deepened you into more of this, more of that? Um, breath work, for sure, like conscious connected breathing specifically. Um, that helped a lot. It really helped integrate like my energy body where my energy body was more fragmented and off balance Mm -hmm. and then that got me into a deeper relationship with my energy Um, but Vipassana um, yeah hugely like I sat so many Vipassana courses and and just like observed my bodies for days and days and days and days and did selfless service and Again, just observe your body for days and days. <laughs> Waking, sleeping, everything. <laughs> just observing. <laughs> just observing. Um, and that practice helped a lot too. Um, I guess, yeah, basically my, my like, huge awakening happened on my first, like, 10-day Vipassana course. And that was, like the pinnacle of like my spiritual awakening which like completely changed my life like before that I was meditating a lot but it was it was really when I did that course um, because I basically entered into a space of like like just feeling my entire body like not a single part of my body was not felt 
so then it gave me a, more of a connection to that aspect of reality um, mm -hmm. it's interesting though I kind of backed away from that um, practice particularly because it was kind of slightly dogmatic and slightly culty um, and very restrictive I found a lot of practices that I went deep into were very restrictive and then I'd have to leave and learn something else and mm -hmm. Which is very interesting because the Buddha was completely for experimenting with everything because he literally learned from, literally, I think, like nine different gurus, yeah. practiced all different samadhis. Traveled to, through the realms. Through the realms. Went to like like demon realm, hungry ghost realm. Yeah. So that aspect doesn't make sense because like, that aspect of spiritual seeking is through the experience. It's not through... like. Mm. Um, just comprehending and thinking of it. It's mm -hmm. like through that experience you'll like start to realize things and come to your own like understanding with the truths that you experience and see for yourself and it's also a teaching that I teach there is like see for yourself. Mm -hmm. So yeah. But the is great, um, great practice to learn and and connect to and there's like a very deep wisdom of just observing, mm -hmm. just being the witnesser of reality. Mm -hmm. Wow, beautiful. So some ways you can tell that you're more clairsentient is what I've heard so far is like deep, deep connection to your body, to your senses. Um, touch is very, very prominent. Um, you've also learned things like time massage, pressure points, and then through conscious connective breathing, you've learned how to work on people's bodies. Yeah. So deep connection to people's, your own body and other people's bodies, to their energy fields, to how the body functions. And then I think also another thing with clairsentience is like health, like health of the physical body and really feeling alive in the physical body. I feel like everyone wants to feel that way, but specifically for you, that's been like your thing where you're like I need to feel alive in my physical body yeah yeah mm -hmm. that all began when I realized my body was so fucked up from meditating all the time it's <laughs> profanity um just bleep that out it's okay <laughs> my body was very unhealthy <laughs> and uh it was it was basically falling apart. Like my first meditation course that I did, I actually damaged my knees and that was a reoccurring thing for about four years where I had knee issues, back issues, ankle issues, uh, gut issues, pretty much everything. I was like extremely fatigued. Mm -hmm. And like it came to a point of meditating so much that I was like, okay, well if this body isn't taken care of, I won't even have enough energy to teach what I want to teach. Mm -hmm. I won't even have the ability to, like, be of service to anyone. So, like, after that, I was like, okay, I have to dive really deep into health mm -hmm. and to find the balance within that and, and like, cleanse my colon and practice hatha yoga and, and learn all those practices to aid in this process. And, mm -hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. And the Eight Limbs of Yoga specifically guides one through that process of health before they start meditating. So I kind of did it all backwards. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Most people do. 
Most people, the physical body. It's all a part of it. Yeah. The Buddha literally sat there until he was like skin and bones. Yeah. Like his nose was, was protruding inside his face. Right. There's like, multiple different Buddhas, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. There's Gautama the Buddha. There's all the Buddhas. There's been like Buddhas, but specifically Gautama the Buddha. Um, this specific Buddha in China, China isn't the Buddha. It's apparently I heard it's the future Buddha, but I don't believe that either. So um, the specific Buddha, Gautama the Buddha. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And then some attributes of claircognizance. If you're like wondering like which one you are, claircognizance, I feel like has a deep connection to ancient knowledge and just knowledge in general, kind of like seeking knowledge or a deep call to truth almost is because I really feel that in you. Um, uh, just a deep knowing, feeling like you, like you have these intuitive hits, but it doesn't come from like feeling. It's just like a knowing. Like you just know it's in your brain you just know like this is gonna happen this person is pregnant this person is whatever mm-hmm. that as well yeah like right as covid happened i'm like this is this is gonna fall apart yeah the system's <laughs> collapsing <laughs> well i knew this was gonna happen <laughs> yeah like i knew this like when i was 13 that this this was gonna explode yeah and then yeah, my friend um, Fiona, also I think she's claircognizant and clairvoyant, but she is, the thing with this too is that I think they like interconnect and weave together, but she actually saw visions of um, COVID like unveiling, maybe I'll bleep out her name just in case she doesn't want me to reveal that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, but she actually saw visions of like people wearing masks. Um, she saw uh, food trucks shutting down, stores shutting down, like before it happened. And that can also be kind of claircognizance of like, oh, this is happening. But then also the visual aspect of clairvoyance. So I feel like your two main ones kind of like weave together in a way. You know what I mean? However, you are able to access all of them. And I feel like they come in in bits and pieces. Yeah. I honestly have no desire to access the, what were the other ones? Claire audience and clairvoyance. Claire audience. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I have no desire for that. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, I just don't. <laughs> I think you're not made that way. Yeah, I think yeah. everyone's made with specific gifts that yeah. they're meant to like cultivate and help humanity with. Yeah, like I don't have a deep desire to learn body work or how to massage people or, which is interesting because I do do sacred sexuality work, which is connecting to your body and your senses and all that jazz, but I don't have a call to like, like feel into other people's bodies and like that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So the next one is clairvoyance which I'll talk about, and if you have this, then you're probably very artistic or very imaginative. You probably daydream a lot. You probably have crazy dreams. You probably see spirits or auras, or you're probably very drawn to visual art or colors, patterns, whatever it is. Um, 
And also with clairvoyance, you're probably really able to visualize with your eyes closed. Like, or for me, I found an issue sometimes with too much clairvoyance is like people will be sharing a story with me. And as they share that story, I will literally visualize it unfolding in my head. Yeah. <laughs> so like sometime in the past, I've had to set boundaries with people and say, I can't hear these kinds of stories. I'm also an open emotional center in human design. So sometimes I have to set those emotional boundaries, but I will literally visualize their story, their painful story unfolding, and then it will stick with me and I'll see it in my head kind of like a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, and then there's Claire audience, which is you're probably really drawn to people's voices, to music, to singing, to vocal alchemy. Um, you're probably very sensitive to noises as well. So I feel like, Michael, you're really sensitive to like the collective energies and feeling the collective and feeling people around you as like clairsentient. Yeah. Whereas clairaudience is like really, like sounds are just like really, really intense. Um, you can probably hear really well. Um, and also I found with clairaudiences, like in your meditations, you might actually speak out what's going on. So like when I meditate, I have to literally be like, okay, in my brain, I say, okay, focus on your third eye. Now, auric bubble. Now go to this meadow and I'm visualizing at the same time. But I have to speak it out or I have to have music playing in order for me to actually drop in. Otherwise, the sounds around me are just too much. Or you can practice focusing on the sounds around you to take you deeper if you don't want to be constantly listening to music and also learning how to take in the sounds around you. Mm. Yeah. Very interesting. I think rivers and waterfalls would be nice for that too. I find yes. when I'm near rivers, it's really nice. It's so calming mm -hmm. hearing the river sounds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, anytime I'm by a river, I do not need any music. I just focus on the sound of the river mm. and then I can immediately Drop in. It's actually interesting because there is in the Vigyan Bharav Tantra, the 112 meditation techniques, there is one that literally says listen to a waterfall, <coughs> meditate and listen to the waterfall and like basically become absorbed into the waterfall and become the waterfall. Mm. Yeah. Wow. I'd really like to like feel deeper into all of the tantric teachings not just the Kama Sutra part but also like the finding yourself within and yeah it's almost like an activation of your senses in all the different ways and like just listening to a waterfall and becoming the waterfall <laughs> yeah yeah it's basically a path to like oneness to unity mm -hmm. to learn how to become like one with all of nature mm -hmm. in all different ways mm -hmm. Whether, in, whether it's like the breath or like uh, like the mind and using mantra mm -hmm. or um, yeah there's many techniques walking mm -hmm. feeling the, the earth. earth beneath your feet mm -hmm. 
I feel like a common thread between all of the practices that you told me about Tantra is like this merging, Mm -hmm. like merging with nature, merging with the waterfall, merging with your inner realms. And then also, of course, in Kama Sutra, there's a practice of like when you're in sexual union, your org fields are literally merging to create a new being Mm -hmm. or merging with the divine. It's this like constant practice of like merging and becoming more of yourself and feeling into and yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really beautiful. Totally. <laughs> okay. A lot of breath, a lot of talking, a lot of breath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, before we close, I just want to say some practices to take you deeper into each modalities. So we've already kind of talked about um, clairsentience, so observing sensation, body work, um, massage, anything to do with your senses and the body. Claircognizance, um, I would say clearing the mind. Clearing the mind. Yeah. Like stilling the mind completely. Yeah. So there's no thoughts coming in or not or out. Right. Which is one of the most challenging practices ever. But it, it doesn't come with trying, it just comes with like eventually it just happens and you just sit there and you just, mm-hmm. there, it's it. Beautiful. Yeah. Also looking into words and like how they resonate and their meaning or looking into ancient knowledge, I would say as well. And then Claire audience, you can listen to a waterfall, be out in nature, um, and then also you can get into a trance state with Claire audience by listening to um, medicine music, listening to frequencies, anything to do with sound will really take you deep. Um, mantras as well, like anything verbal, um, and then also just listening. I find with Claire audience, like if I ever feel like I just need to like listen, I'll go and sit and just like listen to a river or just like be in stillness and then I will hear the next steps or a being will come in, whatever happens. And then clairvoyance, go deep into your imagination and visualize, allow your creativity to blossom and allow yourself to play in that realm and know that you're not crazy because <laughs> I feel like every time I meet another clairvoyant person they're like oh my god I went to this meditation and I saw this like alien thing and then me and like Christ light like turned it into like something else and it went through this portal and like you can just tell right away when you meet a clairvoyant person who's very open <laughs> yeah basically connected with her friends lately and yeah um like one of, one of the they were a couple yeah they're a couple and uh, one was like very body based and they're like her and I were just like hanging out and listening to them talk and just like that does not happen to me ever <laughs> I'm like I can't visualize anything yeah and then me and her partner was like going off about all these adventures that we go on and things we visualize and the beings we see and yeah Yeah, so just wizard spirits and fairies and fairies like harvesting fairies yeah (laughs) um just right here 
not fairies. Yeah, it'll be so funny. I'll be like in meditation for like 10 minutes and come back like, oh my god, I like connected with the fairies and like a grandfather wizard and he was like Celtic and he like showed me this like spiral pathway and like blah 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 and yeah. So just know as a clairvoyant person, <laughs> yes, you are probably meeting the Pleiadians. Yes, you are probably channeling the Arturians. Yes, you are seeing fairies. Yes, you are seeing it. You're not going crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though people may think or, or look at you kind of awkward, weirdly because they just don't connect to it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Is there anything you want to add before we close? No, I'm good. You're good? Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you for being here and sharing your clairsentient and claircognizant view mm-hmm. and experience. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you so much for being here, everyone. And thank we you. will see you in the next one. Ciao, ciao.